Welcome to the party, pal. The, the Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Live around the world on the internet at MichaelDukeShow.com and across the state of Alaska on this, your favorite radio station and or FM translator. Good morning, my friends. It is Monday. Monday. And only 20 sleeps till Christmas. Just wanted to throw that out there in case you were... Just in case you were wondering and you're like, where's my, where's my, do I have my Christmas gifts done? Am I all, I don't know. Do you, are you ready? <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you all prepared? Are you ready for another great day uh, and uh, getting ready for that big holiday coming up? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, the, uh, holiday is, uh, is fast approaching. And that of course reminds me that, uh, we get some housekeeping here this morning. Uh, we've still got our holiday recipe contest going on and, uh, there's some, <clears throat> there's some, there's some good stuff. Let's see. Let me see. What do we got here in the, uh, for the big recipe contest. Let me let me check it out just to make sure. See what kind of new posts we've got here. Okay, so 30, 30 comments, 30, which uh, again, most of those are gonna be uh most of those are gonna be new recipes. Uh it looks like uh that uh it looks like that uh Bill uh Bill is still in the lead, 22 votes. For Bill's recipe of the bourbon caramel corn, um, he seems to be he seems to be leading the pack here this morning um, with lots of great stuff. Uh, there's some other ones in there too. We've got some red velvet cheesecake, fruit cake, um, the stuffing mix. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Dietra uh, McGee's uh, uh, fig preserve cake. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of great recipes in here so far. If you haven't gone out and taken a look at them, you might want to do that. And then you can drop your own uh, you can drop your own recipe in there as well. Um, that's how you win. That's how you win and become uh, the champion of the holiday recipe contest is simply by posting up your recipe. And uh, then letting your friends and relatives know that it's out there waiting to be voted on. That's all. And, and a vote means like a thumbs up or a heart or something, anything. <clears throat> and uh, the winner of that is going to be walking away with a bag of beard curler coffee and a beautiful six o'clock club coffee mug. It's simple. It's easy. It's, it's, the, it's the way of the world. But you can't win. If you don't put your recipe up there and we can't benefit by sharing your recipe, 
I mean, that's the, the I mean, l- let's face it. That was the whole point of this. The whole point of this was to let everybody share their favorite recipes so that we could all benefit and try them out at Christmas. Whether it's Grandma Faye's pumpkin pie um, or Bill's burble, bourbon caramel corn or Grandma Hits um, a bread pudding mix. Um, it's there's a there's a ton of great stuff in here. So go out here and and check it out. We will be taking recipes and voting on them until the 19th. And I'll be choosing a winner uh, that early morning of the 20th. The 20th, Wednesday the 20th, will be the final day of broadcast for me for the year. Um, I historically take off that uh, take off that week. Uh, from usually just a few days before Christmas, Christmas Eve, all the way up into um, the day after New Year's. The after after the first, it's always the second. It's always the day, the second of January. So it's, uh, but I'm going to be off for that period of time, and uh, but I'll be announcing it right before I go. I will be announcing the winner of the holiday recipe contest. Uh, see, Bill did it right. Bill posted his recipe, and then I saw that on his own personal Facebook page with all his friends, he encouraged them to all go vote for it. And they did. <laughs> so he's doing it right. He's doing it right. So go, go, off with you. Check it out. Be fly, be free. And put your recipe up there. I want to see some good ones. I want to see some, I want to see some unusual ones, you know. The one that great-grandma pulled off the back of some cookbook or box back in 1930-something, and you guys still use it today with whatever modifications you've done. That's what I That's what I want to see. That's so. Uh, anyway, go out there <clears throat> and check it out. It's up available right now at Michael Duke Show at uh, Facebook.com slash Michael Duke Show. Um, or just go to my website at MichaelDukeShow.com and you can uh, – you can you can see it. You can you can follow the link. It's right there at the top of the page. You can't you can't miss it. All right. Um, what's on today's program? Well, today we're going to be jumping into it with both feet. Um, as I said earlier, we're gonna try and depoliticize the program a little bit over the next uh, over the next two weeks as we wrap things up for the year. Uh, we're still going to have some politics, right? Um, we're still going to have some of that, but I'm going to try and spend at least a couple days of doing lifestyle stuff and and uh, you know just just something that's a little bit something that's a little bit different. That's what we're going to try to do anyway. Um, on program today, though, we're going to talk a lot about. We've got a lot of headlines here to cover this morning. And then we're going to uh, we'll dive into a few things, including what's happening with the school districts and the budgets and some of the uh, some of the uh, what do we call it? The voodoo economics and the shell game, the shell game uh, sorcery that some of the school districts are playing when it comes to analyzing their budgets and telling us how badly they have it. So we're going to talk about that. Um, And then in hour two, we're going to have a quick discussion with uh, Dr. Douglas Frank, who is a, um, 
Uh, he's a he's a, a PhD in surface electroanalytical chemistry from the University of Cincinnati. He's made a bunch of stuff. He worked for DARPA. He's uh, he's a he's an egghead, right? I mean, the guy's a brain. He's a genius. He's got a bunch of you know over sixty peer reviewed scientific publications and everything else. But none of that is his claim to fame in this case. He wants to talk with us about election integrity. Um, and he's going to be coming up to Alaska uh, later this month, I think on the 14th, I think, um, to give us the full he's gonna he's gonna give you the full dissection on election integrity and everything else. So we're gonna talk with him um, this morning for just a quick hit to kind of give a tease for that if you're interested in um, uh, going out and seeing his presentation, which will be happening later this month. You'll uh, you'll get the we'll get the rundown, but we will be um, we'll be talking with Dr. Frank here this morning for a few minutes uh, just to kind of get a basis for what's what's going on, what's happening, what he's working on and what uh, we can expect during the um, uh, during his presentation while he's here in the uh, in the uh, in the state of Alaska later this month. So um, that'll be coming up in hour two this morning. Um, there you go. That was it. That was that was it. Everybody in the chat room is talking about how tired they are. And that it, it was, man. It was kind of one of those weekends where it was just like I was exhausted the whole weekend. I I slept late, got up. I just kind of drug myself around the house uh, for, you know, with nothing to do. We did get the Christmas decorations up. I will say that. That was a win. We were trying to do that last weekend after Thanksgiving, and it just couldn't. I don't know. You know how it is sometimes. But we do have the Christmas decorations up, so now we're feeling very Christmassy and ready to go. And that's what I want for you. I mean, I talk about this every year, but, you know, there's that um, – uh, you know, there's that thing where every year you either – you know, you feel Christmas, but or you, you know, you don't. Maybe you feel that spirit or you don't. I was actually kind of feeling it a little early this year, which is unusual for me. Sometimes I have to force myself into it. But now that the Christmas decorations are up and everything else, wow, makes it uh, um, makes it a lot better. So now we're we're ready to go. So hopefully, you're gonna be. You're going to be feeling the uh, the Christmas spirit and and not worrying about it. And I know that Robert's going crazy in the chat room about all the stuff that's going on with Iran. Uh, yeah, I know. Hey, look, we're things are fighting, people are dying, sh- ships are being shot at, all that kind of stuff. But can I control any of that? Nope, I can't control a thing. And so while I know all that stuff's going on in the back of my mind, I saw the headlines as I scrolled past. At this point, what do I care about? I care about my family, care about my community, care about what I can control, what I can fix. And I put all that other stuff aside for right now, because otherwise it's just, it's way too easy to get all wrapped up in it where you, and especially where you have no power. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that in the next segment. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good thing to talk about. Uh, here in the next uh, uh, in the next segment, just to kind of give you, I will re I will rehash and restate my philosophy on why 
we don't um, why we don't focus on that here uh, on the program. And uh, we'll see what else. And maybe we'll even get to some good news. I did pull up the good news good news page this morning, so maybe um, maybe we'll we'll do that. How does that sound? I'm I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm easy. These next you guys are going to have such a hard time with me the next two weeks because I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Let's let's just do it. I'm I'm excited about it. That's just how I'm. That's how I'm rolling. That's how I'm rolling. All right, we're going to continue. We got more coming up. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense, Liberty Based, Free Thinking Radio. We'll also be talking about David Boyle's latest piece in Must Read Alaska, asking the question. How deep is the hole in the Anchorage School District's budget, right? Because we just keep hearing about it. It's a $95 million hole. Is it really? Or is there some shell gaming going? Is it three-card Monty happening over here? We'll talk about that and more. It is the Michael Duke Show. Common Sense Radio. If you missed the show, you can listen to it on your time with Dukes On Demand. Oh, and it's free. Like America used to be. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. 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 You know, I just, uh, it's, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just don't even, I just don't even want to talk about that stuff anymore. I just don't want to even, I don't know. I, I just, I don't even want to talk about stuff and things. Um, I'd rather, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas. Chicanery with public monies? Not possible. Impossible, says Brian. Yeah, I know. Um, Cindy says, I'm all about celebrating the spirit of Christmas. We all have a life bigger than politics. Isn't that right? I mean, I mean, right? I mean, that's what's, was I wearing this shirt last Monday? I seem to be recycling my shirts a little faster. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I mean, all I got to do is pull up Drudge, right, or what Fox News or CNN or whatever and see all the stuff. And what can I do about it? What can I – I mean, I can't affect it. I can, I can, you know, help my family. I can do my job. We can do some state stuff. Um <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. I'm, uh, I, you know, at the end of every year, I reach that point of, it's not a low ebb for, of energy because I still feel energetic. It is a low tolerance threshold maybe for BS. It's a low tolerance threshold for politics and for all the, 
I mean, I think that's apparently a can fell out of my trash can and I just stepped on it. Um, it's a, it's just a low tolerance threshold for that kind of stuff. I don't know. I I I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Um, I just at some point just I'm <laughs> I'm ready to just chat about other stuff. You know, movies, movies, books, television shows. I've been rewatching The Expanse lately. I don't know why. One day Terry had a had a migraine or whatever, and so normally the things that we would watch together, you know, you don't want to watch anything that that uh, uh, you know, you don't. I don't want to watch something for her while she's gone. So I st- so I started rewatching The Expanse, and now I'm all the way into season two already, and I'm like, oh, so freaking good. Now there's something that's interesting because that too is all about politics and and. You know, but it's space. It's space politics and aliens and, oh, so good. So good. Denise says, okay, let's talk about the mouse in my garage. It's not welcome. My cat is useless. (laughs) Peanut butter and mice traps. That's all I can say, Denise. We had a mice explosion here a couple years ago. And the best thing I found was... Peanut butter was traps and peanut butter. <clears throat> you just got to keep the dogs out of the garage because they will eat the hell out of that peanut butter. Um, and their tongues will get snapped in those traps. You don't want to have to, you don't have to deal with that. Um, <clears throat> what are you drinking? I'm assuming he meant MD, not MG. No coffee. I'm drinking water this morning. I haven't had coffee. I haven't had I haven't had a monster or anything. Just just me. This is just me, unadulterated, naked to the world. I mean, metaphorically. Metaphorically naked to the world. Okay. Um, all right. Let's, uh, I guess we're ready to jump back into it. Here we go. Uh, 15 seconds or so. The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell. Talk about whatever you want to talk about in the chat room today. Let's do it, shall we? Here we go. Okay. Well, my friends, are you ready? It's Monday. (sighs) I got all these stories and all these things to talk about, and I don't know. I just... I, I'm I'm not. Well, I still want to talk about some of them, but 
you know, it just it's like I was all like, okay, we could talk about this, and we could talk about that, and we could, but you know, I just I I would rather in in many cases talk about kind of the uplifting stuff and more interesting things. This is my problem with the end of the year. I'd be the first to admit that this is my problem with the end of the year. As soon as I get close to the end of the year and I realize what's coming in January, because on January the 16th, right, the session is going to start, and then it's going to be nothing but wall-to-wall political, you know, uh, gamesmanship for months. It'll be 121 days of... You know, fist fighting, you know, virtual fit, not real fist fighting. Don't, I mean, come on, Facebook, don't get mad at me. Virtual fist fighting and everything else, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be exhausting. And uh, I'm here at the end of the year just wanting to, uh, you know, drink a little eggnog, uh, look at the twinkling tree, talk with my family and my kids and just kind of hang out and, you know, talk about fun stuff you know, nutty fun stuff. So that's, uh, that's what we're going to kind of try and do here over the next couple of weeks. But, um, I wanted to comment because, uh, you know, we got folks like, uh, I mean, Robert comes into the chat room and, uh, today, and he's immediately talking about, you know, war with Iran and all this other kind of stuff. And, not that look not that it's not important to kind of know the basics of what's going on around the world but one of the reasons why i stopped focusing on a lot of the national issues over the last few years um with the exception of firearms i will admit that i believe that that is important enough to me and it's such a homegrown issue for many folks it's such a it's it it trickles down into the local issue that it's something i think we should still be fighting over and 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 and, you know, that we can really take personal, I mean, let's face it, no matter what it's going on in the national level or what the, what the national powers that be say, folks at the local level can still make decisions about whether or not they're going to be civilly disobedient or comply or whatever. We could still make a difference in a lot of those areas. But on a lot of this stuff, <clears throat> it just doesn't matter. I mean, we could talk about it ad nauseum. Is that going to fix it? Is, are, is anything is are we going to have a vote on what's going on? Are we going to be able to, you know, personally do anything about it? And the answer to that, of course, is not really. Um, and I think that's where a lot of our frustration comes from um, that we see, uh, you know, in in our world today, this 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 you know, this uh, kind of feeling of helplessness in that, you know, all these things are going on. We could see what's wrong, you know, the overspending, the, the, uh, you know, the philosophies and the pushing of agendas by certain uh, political entities or organizations or politicians. And, you know, we can, there's not a lot we can do about it. So we can either focus on it because that's what I used to do. I used to fixate on a lot of this stuff. I used to focus on it and fixate on it and talk about it and, you know, analyze it and throw out all my ideas or solutions, none of which really ever did me any good because 
Nobody's listening to me. Nobody's listening to you. Nobody's, you know, none of these, none of these uh, uh, power brokers or movers and shakers are really listening to what the common folks are saying. And so while I still remain aware of the situations, I mean, I'm not burying my head in the sand. I'm just not going to dive down and delve down and focus my mind on it. I'm not going to focus my energies, my emotional energies, or my intellectual energies on these because I I cannot affect that. Now, there are certain things I can affect, things at the state level, things at my local level in my borough, things in my community, you know, my neighborhood. I mean, those are the things that I can focus on. And that, so, I mean, we've kind of come to this problem where uh, the roles have been reversed. We always used to be able to affect, and we always used to focus kind of more locally. And then before the advent of the internet, we would get some international stuff and some national stuff, and it would trickle in throughout the day. But, you know, we were, were really focused on it because, again, we understood that distances and everything else, we couldn't really, we could stay informed, but we couldn't really affect it. Now, of course, today with technology and the instantaneous transmission of, I mean, within five minutes of something happening across the other side of the world, we know about it pretty much everywhere. That's a whole other thing. But knowing about it does not give us the power to fix it. And my, my premise, my supposition, my working theory is that that is part of the problem with the polarization here in the country and the and the absolute frustration that we feel is because we we in our no we intellectually or instinctively I guess I should say we instinctively know that we can't affect those things and so we get wound up we get you know we get we get all spun up about it and we realize that we can't do it. We intellectually or, or instinctively know that we can't do it and can't do anything about it. And so we get frustrated. There, you know, there's an old proverb that says something along the lines of hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I, I believe that. I believe that's where we're at, that, you know, when we see it, we know what's going on. We have hope that things are going to change and then nothing happens. Nothing gets fixed. Well, of course, we're frustrated. Of course, we're heart sick. We're mad. We're agitated. We're angry. We're sad. We're all those things. And, of you know, of course, that's going to happen. So why do we continue to, you know, it's the old axiom of, you know, you know, I keep slamming my hand in the door. Why put? Why do you put your hand in the door? Why do you keep doing it? I'm not advocating living under a rock. I'm not saying bury your head in the sand. Sure, see the headline, see the story, and then move on. I don't delve down into it and get all the gory details about how everything is because is there anything that I can do about it? Does it affect me directly? No. Does it affect... You know, sure, it may affect the country, it may affect foreign affairs, it may, but can I do anything about that? No. Well, you're just ignoring it then, Dukes. Well, okay, so I'm ignoring it. I understand what's happening in broad general terms. Do I need to get down into the filth and wallow with the pigs to know that I like bacon? No. No, I don't have to. And so that's one of the reasons why we don't cover a lot of that stuff, you know, here on the program. 
mean, we mentioned, you know, the attack on Israel because I think that's heinous and and we all kind of need to know about it, you know, that it happened. But again, I'm not sitting down focusing on my day to day, you know, what's the what's what's the playbook for today? What's happening right this minute? You know, um, we talked a little bit about Ukraine when Ukraine happened, uh, because, again, kind of the heinous nature of that. And then later on about the trickle or the knock on effects of what that is doing to things like our oil industry here in the state of Alaska. There are certain things, you know, we all it has some kind of effect. But what I see, this is what I see in a lot of people in America today, is that they're so down in the nitty gritty of things over which that they have no control over. And they are so frustrated in so many ways because specifically because they have no control over those things. That's the biggest challenge. So anyway, that's why we don't necessarily on this. And I'm basically going, this is a long way to answer the question about uh, where Robert wanted to say things and and uh, come in and talk about, uh, you know, uh, Iran and how we're doing, you know, you know, uh, we're at war and, and we're shooting back and forth. Yeah, great. We're all talking about that. But, you know, that's that's the problem. Um, but again, we can't control a lot of that stuff and we should learn. It's the old, it's the old Irish proverb, right? Uh, to allow me, you know, Lord grant me the, 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 the serenity or the knowledge to, you know, know the things that I can change and the things that I can't change and to have the wisdom to know the difference. I just bastardized that thing, but you, you get my point, you know, you know, you just you have to understand what you can change or what you can't change and have the wisdom to know the difference. That's this. They call it the serenity prayer for a reason. You don't have serenity if you're all wrapped up about stuff that you cannot control, cannot fix. So, you know, there's nothing we can do. Uh, Bradley in uh, on the chat room says there's nothing we can do about national or world events, politics. To concentrate on those things does nothing but add undue stress in your life. Better to concentrate on things we can control, such as local politics and events. That's exactly what I'm saying. He just concise down my last six minutes of blathering uh, into a very concise statement. Thank you, Bradley. He's 100% right. That's exactly what I'm saying. To concentrate on all that stuff does nothing but add undue stress into your life. I remember uh, my, it was 10, 15 years ago. My wife came to me and said, you know, she said, we, we have to talk. And, of course, it's never good, guys, when, she, when the woman goes, we have to talk. I'm like, okay. Well, she goes, you're angry all the time. You're angry all the time. And it's starting to, it's starting to make the kids nervous. I'm like, I'm not mad at them. She goes, I know, but you are mad all the time at so many things. And I had to do some real self-reflection because I am not normally an angry person. It's just not my nature. I'm pretty happy-go-lucky. I'm gregarious. I'm the, the life of the body. You know, I just, I, and so when my wife tells me that and the fact that my kids are seeing how angry I am, I had to do some real self-reflection as to why am I angry? What is it? What am I, what am I angry about? 
And after a good solid week of reflection, I realized predominantly it was because of everything that I just talked about, that I was so frustrated that everything um, that everything is going it is going on that I was so focused, hyper focused on everything that was happening out there that um, I was and that's when I made the decision. That's when I stopped watching because I would watch the news like all throughout the weekend. I would spend several hours over the weekend watching the commentaries and the talking heads and the, you know, and all that kind of stuff about things. And I would just get wrapped up about it because I, you know, again, you're right. You know, I can't. So I just unplugged. I unplugged everything on the weekend. I made a conscious decision and said, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with that. Uh, I used to do all kinds of show prep throughout the weekend for the next week's show, and I stopped doing that as well. I'm like, if I can't do a good enough show with just a couple hours prep, um, you know, I'm not going to spend all weekend. And, and you know what? It was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I mean, it was like a weight lifted off of me. And... Um, I become lighter and brighter and everything else. And that's why as as I get closer to the end of the year, I'm reminded of how I used to feel. Because, you know, it's kind of that oppression and the and the whole thing. I kind of I you know that 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 oppressive feeling of, "Oh, I can't do anything about it." And so now um as I get closer to the end of the year, I you know, it's my time to recharge and and get with it. But that's why I don't cover any of those big things. So that's, uh, you know, I just wanted to, just wanted to throw that out there. I think that that'd be, that'd be good. That's uh, now you, now you know, now you know. All right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, the school district here in a minute. This is something that we may be able to fix or may have an influence on. And, uh, we're going to be back. Don't go anywhere. The Michael Duke show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Dr. Douglas Frank will be joining us in Hour 2, talking about election integrity. We're going to be back right after this. Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. Ha, <laughs> nice beard. The Michael Duke Show. Okay, okay, okay. Bacon. Yes, always bacon. Man, <clears throat> had biscuits and gravy this weekend. That was delicious. My daughter. My daughter made whipped us up some homemade biscuits and gravy. That was so, so delicious. Oh, it was so good. And then, uh, and then yesterday, Terry made a fresh, fresh, big old fresh batch of bacon and uh, avocado on toast with bacon. Yeah. 
Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. What else have you guys been talking about? Um, the biggest issue with a war with Iran is our grandkids being drafted. I mean, I suppose it's a possibility, but again, can you affect that? No? Okay. Um, Jim says, that's why I, that's why I stopped going to borough assembly meetings because I had zero influence. I would disagree with that. You do have influence at borough assembly meetings because I've been on the borough assembly and I've seen what happens when there's a room full of, you know, agitated people or people who are passionate about a specific subject. It can have an influence. But I also understand that, you know, going in and, you know, day after day after day, definitely, uh, you know, good. Um, try making your gravy with chorizo. Instead of sausage, says says Bradley. Ooh, that sounds good. Whoa, man. Um, yeah. But uh, biscuits, and, biscuits and gravy is a <clears throat> is a. Uh, it's not a. It's not an everyday. It's not an everyday or every week thing. That's a once in a while thing, because. Oof, but it's so good. So good. The thick buttery gravy with a sausage and the gnarly, you know, kind of, oh, so delicious sausage. Mm. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's a delight on my palate. I watched a video the other day of an English guy trying American biscuits and gravy for the first time. And his eyes got about as big as saucers when he first started eating it because he makes it. He makes the whole thing. And he's like, oh, you know. And then he eats it at the end. And his eyes got about this wide. <laughs> and he was like, this is amazing. Um, <clears throat> so Jim says, my testimony changed something exactly zero times. Well, Jim, all I could say is don't grow weary in well-doing, brother. I know it's hard sometimes, but, you know, th that is the place that you can make a difference. You know, that is the place that you, that you can make a difference is at the borough, local city council borough level, for sure. Um, <clears throat> wow. I just like, I scroll backwards and it's like on repeat here. Okay. What else? Um, all the kids will be here. Oh, Denise has got like a school. She's got a, she's got a school room full of kids at her house right now. They're warming up the camp to make room for sleeping. Oh, she's got her whole family coming for Christmas. Oh man. Eggnog. I know I had eggnog in my coffee yesterday. I whipped it up a bit for my coffee just to, you know, it was a little decadent, but it was delicious. It was delicious. Um, <clears throat> uh, school politics is depressing, says Denise. I mean, it you know, some of this stuff can all be depressing. It just depends on how much real estate you give it in your head, right? That's the thing. I was giving all this stuff a lot of real estate in my head, in my heart. And uh, no. No. <laughs>
There's a keto gravy made with cream cheese. It's pretty darn good. I, I'll try it. Chris says, I love biscuits and gravy, but my husband doesn't. <laughs> well, that sounds like you need to make yourself a serving size, a small serving size, single biscuit serving size biscuits and gravy. That's what you need. That's what you need right there. Um, <clears throat> the recipe, question mark? Oh, yeah. Um, somebody should, Denise should post that keto recipe up here in the chat room. That's not a holiday recipe, but. Uh, all right. Well, that's the 30 second warning. Are you guys ready to go? Uh, I'm ready to go. Um, David says, uh, agreed Tawny. Cause she was talking about the, the Matsu Burrow ordinances. She goes, I'm still impressed that a single voice can still cause positive change at the local level. We got to be on our game at the local level to represent. Exactly. All right, here we go. The Michael Duke Show. Okay, <clears throat> let's uh, continue on here, shall we? What do I got? Uh, I got some stories. I got some stories to talk about. Um, local stuff is, again, the, in my opinion, one of the few places that you will have some influence. And so that's what we try and focus on here. Um, David uh, Boyle over at, uh, he's a senior contributor, he's an education uh, advocate, and he writes a, he writes semi-regularly for Must Read Alaska, and he's got a, he's got an article up over at Must Read that, uh, you know, takes a look at uh, the whole, I mean, that's all we've been hearing about lately, right? I mean, from all the local talking heads and the Newspaper and everything else about this massive hole in the school district's budget. Oh, it's just, it's just, wow. And it's, again, we've talked about how it's mostly caused by the fact that they decided to use one-time federal funds for reoccurring costs. That's That was red flag number one. Don't do that. Don't do money that you know you're only getting one time for reoccurring costs because you're going to leave yourself upside down in the coming year. We, I mean, it's... That's <clears throat> that's not rocket science, right? Uh, but David Boyle goes down into this and starts looking at it, and I'm starting to wonder what kind of shell game is being played here. What kind of um, you know voodoo accounting is happening behind the scenes? Um, he said, you know, we've heard about the 95 million dollar hole brought on by mostly by using one-time federal funds to pay for reoccurring costs, but really. How deep is <clears throat> this budget hole? We've heard the number 95 million. So he starts to take a look at it. He says, many of these facts are found in the ASD's annual comprehensive financial report, which contains a myriad of data. It's an audited report that's been approved by the school board. 
The AFCR covers the period from July the tw- of 22 to June of 2023. And he goes on to say that the most startling information in the report is that the district doesn't really have a budget hole. As a matter of fact, the budget uh, and the district right now has a $118,892,000, excuse me, $118,892,000 balance. It's an unreserved balance in its general fund. The general fund is a fund that does day-to-day operations at the district. It's like the the district's piggy bank. It holds the unallocated money that can be used for almost anything. Now, current year expenditures in the general fund for the school district total almost $552 million. $552, half a billion dollars for the Anchorage School District. And he goes on to snip out some tables in the uh, in the from the report and show them up on the screen. And he said, so the ASD has an unreserved balance when it's all said and done of twenty one point five five percent, which is one hundred and eighteen million eight hundred and ninety almost one hundred and nineteen million dollars. The school board policy for how much they should have in their general fund is eight percent. That's how much they say should be as an unreserved balance should be 8% of the total. But currently, the unreserved balance sits at 21.55%. The 8% balance would be $44 million. The excess above the 8% is $74,746,000. The board could even set the minimum unreserved balance at 5%, which would be $27 million, leaving enough to backfill the so-called $95 million budget hole. Now, because the state doesn't want school districts to hoard money in their reserve funds, it sets a cap of 10% unreserved fund balance under the public school foundation formula policy. But the state waived that 10% fund balance cap through fiscal year 25 due to COVID, right? So it allowed them to have excess funds because they were getting a lot of one-time monies and a lot of everything else. And so they allowed them to waive that 10% cap because right now they're at double the 10% cap. So why does the school district have such a large unspent balance of money in its piggy bank? They say that the very large unreserved fund balance is due to higher than normal vacancy rates and attrition rates. The fewer students, the less need for teachers, lower costs. But the, but they've got the money. They've got the money right there. That's a <clears throat> excuse me. That's a big chunk of the supposed ninety-five million dollar budget hole right there, with just what they have in excess funds in their fund balance. They could also save themselves about 25 million bucks if they remodeled the core there's a big battle going on right now over inlet view school they just put it all on a on a bond and they um decided that they're going to rebuild the school instead of remodel it they're going to tear it down and rebuild it 
at the cost of $50 million. Now, what they didn't really tell anybody, and which people found out later and are kind of pissed about, is the fact that they could have remodeled the school for $24 million. So they could have remodeled the whole school for half the cost of tearing it down and building a new one. So again, saving about $25 million. And then, of course, they have the new teacher's contract, which is going to provide a 3% raise, um, which, again, you know, every year they, they, it steps annually, and that would add considerably to the overall cost. Plus, they, in, they negotiated an increase of $150 a month more towards their health care plan, which would bring the cost to about $23,000 a year for every every union member for health care insurance. So that's another $5 million or more with the 3,000 members of the of the union there. I mean, it's just, <clears throat> it's money after, there's you start digging down in the couch cushions, there's a lot of different monies laying around down there. Maybe, just maybe, especially the, the, the lion's share of it, again, goes back to this unreserved funds balance, which is, again, supposed to be capped at 10% normally, but isn't right now, and currently sits at 21%. So what are they saying? I mean, is the $95 million a real number, the, the, the hole that they keep? This is the number that keeps getting thrown around in the news media, is the $95 million. And is that a real number, or is it more voodoo accounting, you know, shell gaming, three-card Monty, where they say they shuffle monies around and then they say, look at this hole. Right? I mean, this is the same thing that the permanent fund corporation's doing over the earnings reserve account. You know, oh, look at all the draws that are going to be on the earnings reserve account, including all these future draws. And look, it'll draw the fund account down. But they're not counting any of the money that's going to go into it in the meanwhile either. It's that same kind of... <clears throat> You know, wizardry with numbers where they're just moving and shell gaming it around. Tell me who's got the P. That's that's what's happening here. And that's just that's just despicable. That is just absolutely despicable that that's what's going on. I mean, come on. That's insane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so here we are, they've got a 21% unrestricted reserve, which violates their own 8% policy. In addition to that violates the standard, the normal 10% policy, which the state is waived until 2025 because of COVID, but that gives them the opportunity to game the system that gives them the opportunity to hold all this money in the unreserve account <clears throat> and then continue to tell you how. They, uh, you know, they just don't have any money for it. It's frustrating. It's it. The whole thing is just frustrating. And again, this is one of the reasons why I just, uh, this is reason number 1206, why I homeschooled all my kids. It's just right there. That kind of stuff right there is frustrating as hell. Um, all right. So coming up here in the next segment, we're going to talk with Dr. Douglas Frank. 
Uh, we're going to talk about some election integrity. He's coming up in about 10 days. I guess he's going to be doing a big presentation up here. And so uh, I said I would have him on the program to give us a little tease about what it's talking about. And he's going to be coming forward and chatting with us in hour two. There you go. Uh, we're ready to go. Thanks for coming in and joining us for this hour. Hour two is dead ahead. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. Brian's right. You got to keep those dollars going to those contractors. Got to keep those contractors happy. I mean, we don't need to re—we don't need to remodel the school. We need to tear that thing down and build a new one because you know it's double the cost. That's why. Oh man. Gail says. <clears throat> Bjorkman voted to <clears throat> steal a large portion of your lawful PFD and voted yes on your 67% pay raise, yes for the 12th paid holiday in the state government, and yes on increasing the base student allotment, yes on defined benefits, yes on the carbon offset bill, and yes on the bloated budget. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, I, you know it's going to be interesting to see how that race uh you know, factors out here in the uh, in the coming years, uh, in in this next year with uh, with Ben Carpenter and Jesse Bjorkman. It uh, it'll be interesting uh, for sure. All right, uh, what else we got? Grits is good. You know, I do like grits. I I I've had grits a few times prepared. Grits and cheese, really good. I've never had grits and gravy, but I'd like to try it sometime. Um, but you know, you we just don't we, you know, I I've never cooked grits myself, but it uh, I have eaten it at restaurants and stuff like that, and they are good. I do enjoy them. I do enjoy grits. They're the more savory, right? I mean that you they well they could be sweet too, I suppose, but. I've usually had them in the savory variety. Now, give me some cream of wheat, which is similar to grits, but not the same, right? Um, with just a little bit of heavy cream and a tablespoon of brown sugar. Oh, so good. So good. Cream of wheat. That's a filling, hearty meal. That's on a cold day. Sometimes you just want, sometimes you just want a little cream of wheat. That'll make your that'll make your life better. Um, all right. What else we got here? Um, grits and butter with a dash of salt. I'm gonna have to reset this, aren't I? I'm gonna have to do that. Um, grits and butter with a dash of salt. Um, uh, outlaw outlaw thoughts. 
on YouTube says, oh, my grandma makes the bets. Grits rock. My gram my grandma makes the best, but she always preferred cream of wheat. I love cream of wheat. Uh, I mean, it's not the same as grits, but it is, um, it's delicious. It is delicious. Delicious. And uh, grits and golden eagle table syrup. Okay, I, I'm curious. What the heck is golden eagle table syrup? I, I got to know. I've never, I'm going to have to Google that now. Golden Eagle Table Syrup. Whoops. The original. I mean, it's a jar. Of, what is it? What is Golden Eagle Table Syrup? Uh, Fayette, Alabama. <clears throat> a mild table syrup. Uh, was irritated. Due to the lack of maple syrup, created a Golden Eagle with a combination of cane sugar, corn syrup, molasses, and honey. Oh, that sounds interesting. Okay, Golden Eagle Table Syrup. Interesting. I've never, I've never seen that. Okay, well, now I know. Now I know it's time to go check that stuff out later on, huh? Pure cane sugar is all it is. <laughs> oh, man. I like polenta, too. That's very, that's grit-like. Wow, why can't I... Oh, all right. Hold on a second here. I I gotta I gotta I gotta do this real quick. Everything is locking up. Just uh, hold your hold on to your pants for a second. Okay, there we go. Um, <clears throat> Seward's only paper just ended service November 29th due to lack of funding. No one to warn people of what the city government does now. I wasn't sure if you heard that news. It's the sewer journal says outlawed thoughts. No, but I know that there is uh, I know that there are people who are writing about it in local community blogs and sub stacks and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, you know, you guys in Seward are going to have to kind of glom together and start, you know, phone treeing it together, I guess. <clears throat> Malta meal is also good. I've never had Malta meal. Is that like a malted cream of wheat, barley, or is it wheat? Isn't Malta meal barley? Like creamed barley? All right. Um, doesn't Sewer Journal have a digital presence? Do no. Do no. But if they folded due to lack of funding, they're <clears throat> they're not going to keep up the digital presence. I I would assume that would not be one that they would continue to do uh, in that regard. Okay, um, we're coming up on it here. We're going to join, uh, rejoin. We're it's time. Wow, already we got to go back with more of the Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. Put that thing back in its holster. We haven't gone anywhere. I don't understand. Check out the MichaelDukesShow.com for information on how to get access to the podcast. Welcome to the party, pal. 
Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Live around the world on the internet at MichaelDukesShow.com and across the state of Alaska on this, your favorite radio station and or FM translator. Good morning. It's Monday. It's 11 degrees outside. It's actually gotten colder since I got up. It was like 13 or 14 degrees when I first got up. It's actually getting colder here this morning. It's going to be a white Christmas no matter what you say. Uh, Good morning and welcome back to the program, Hour 2 of the Big Radio Show. Um, I'm expecting my guest to call in or sign in or whatever. I haven't seen him quite yet, so we'll see if that happens. If it doesn't, no big deal. I'm I'm good. We've been talking about uh, why does it always default to food? That's my question. Why does the chat room always when we start yammering on about different things, why does it always default to food? But again, I think that's that's kind of the human experience. Whenever you talk about going somewhere like uh you know, I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle or I'm going to Hawaii or I'm going to you know, fill in the town wherever you're going. Somebody who's been there is it? Oh, well, you got to go try this restaurant while you're there, right? Isn't that doesn't that how it always you know? Oh, you like sushi in Seattle? You got to go to this little place. It's a little hole in the wall that nobody knows about. Um, I've got a, I, I've I've got one of those. You know, it's one of those restaurants that is so good it doesn't even have a sign outside. You know what I mean? It has no signage on the building at all. You just got to know where it's at. And you go there and you have so sushi, so, so delicious, so delicious. Uh, but that's that's how it always ends up, right? We always end up talking about, uh, oh, yeah, if you're going to this place, then you got to make sure that you stop by this restaurant or eat at this eat at this eatery. It just it just seems, you know, what it, it just seems what it is. That's it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. I love talking. Speaking of food, have you have you put up a recipe on the on the Facebook page for the recipe contest? We've got a holiday recipe contest going on right now over on Facebook. Why don't you go put up your favorite and don't put up a cream of wheat recipe? I know how to make cream of wheat. Unless you're going to be creative with it. We were talking about cream of wheat during the break and grits and apparently malt meal. Um, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I've never had Malta meal, but apparently it's a thing. Chris is going to read me the directions and tell me exactly what's in it here in a second. Um, but, um, we have the holiday recipe contest up and available on our Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash Michael Duke show. Just go over there and click on it and post up one of your favorite family recipes. And we will, uh, we will, uh, I'll vote on it. <clears throat> if it sounds good, we'll give it the thumbs up or the heart or whatever. My recommendation is that you do what Bill did. Bill put his recipe up there, and then he shared with all of his friends. He shared the link with all of his friends and told all them to vote for it as well. 
Smart, smart. Bill is always thinking, always thinking. So go ahead and do that. Bill is currently in the running right now, I think, with like 22 votes or something for his uh, for his current recipe. But the winner of that, which is going to be, we're going to do it on the nineteenth. Uh, we're going to we're going to take recipes and and submissions up through the nineteenth, and then on the uh, <clears throat> on the twentieth, I will announce the winner, who will receive a bag of beard curler coffee and um, a six o'clock club coffee mug. Mug. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be so good. So um, that'll be that'll be coming up, and the twentieth, the day that I announce, uh, yeah, Bill Bill did it. He shamelessly promoted his own recipe, which is a great idea. Um, and on the twentieth, that will be my final day of broadcast for the year. So Wednesday, the twentieth, will be my final day of broadcast for the year, and will be I'll be off then until the second of second of January. Tuesday the second, I think, is what it is. Um, so there you go. That's uh, that's the housekeeping for today. Recipe contest on vacation as of the twentieth. I'm letting you all know so you're not surprised as we go through it. Um, and uh, we're 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 doing good. Brian says he's translating from his great grandmother's scrawl. Apparently, he's trying to figure out a recipe that she had. He said she was Norwegian and English was a bit of a challenge. <laughs> no, no New Year's show. We don't do a New Year's show around here. <clears throat> we take that time off because, <clears throat> well, nothing's really happening. And it's my try. It's my time to recharge. You know, it's time to recharge. Um, all right. Well, I don't know where my guest is. He was supposed to. I offered the time. They wanted to take the time. I sent the email. They're not here. Okay, that's fine. So we've been talking about breakfast foods. And um, Brian mentioned something that I'd never heard of. Grits. I've heard of grits. And golden eagle table syrup. I actually had to Google that. Golden eagle table syrup which apparently is something from the south down in Alabama. They don't – it's I – mean, I guess it's a southern thing. Um, it's a – it's a uh, – it's a, a, a syrup made with corn sh – uh, uh, sugar cane, corn syrup, molasses, and honey, <laughs> which just sounds like a diabetic coma waiting to happen. But also, I would try it. I would try it over grits. I bet that's good. I bet that's I bet that's real good. I bet that's real good. <clears throat> I would love that. Malted barley and wheat. That's what malted meal is made out of. Okay, malted barley. I figured it had to have some barley in it. That's what malted meal. Apparently there's I didn't know there was chocolate malt. I've never had malted meal. I've eaten a lot of cream of wheat over the years. I love cream of wheat. It's a, you know, every well, not every week, obviously, but in fact it's been probably a year since I had any, but Every now and then, especially on a cold winter day, you heat up that cream of wheat, you cook it up the way it is. I use milk instead of water. Uh, and then once it thickens up, you know, you just put a dollop of heavy cream on top of it and about a spoonful of brown sugar and you mix that up. Oh, so good. So warm, so filling. I love me some cream of wheat. 
That is some delicious. Um, that that is that is a great that's a great breakfast with some sausage, especially if you get some sage or maybe some of the maple sausage, and you have the cream of wheat with the sausage. Oh, so good. And now everybody's telling me that I should be trying Malta meal. Okay, all right, I'll go get a box of Malta meal, and I will report back to you as to how good it is and or bad it is. One of the two. Um, but definitely, yeah, cream of wheat. Again, dollop of cream, little brown sugar with some patties of like Jimmy Dean's maple sausage or whatever, or some bacon. Either one of those. That's that's salty. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That is. That is that is the way to be right there, my friends. That is the way to be. All right. Well, you know what? Since uh, we didn't get a call here this morning from um, the guest, I'm just going to open up the phone lines for hour two because I've got some other stories, but I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. You know, there is this one story about absenteeism in school, which I find super interesting because... Who couldn't see this coming? Who couldn't see this coming? Absenteeism in school after they've shown exactly how little they care for the children based on what they've been doing. Shocking. I know. I'm just logging into the phone system and we are good to go. All right. So the phone system is now up and running. So we should be uh, ready to go. If you want to sound off this morning on any topic, if you want to talk about Malta meal, the benefits of that, I am happy to, to do that as well. 907-433-3150, 907-433-3150. The program today and the phone lines brought to you by your friends over there at Satellite West. Uh, you'll find them at SatelliteWest.com. They've got a full selection of tools to keep you connected no matter where you are in the state of Alaska, whether that's phones or text messages or emails or internet or whatever it is. And they've got a variety of local dealers as well across the state of Alaska. So go out and see them at SatelliteWest.com. 907-433-3150. Hey, look, I got a couple lines on hold already. So I guess we're just going to go to the phones this morning. And uh, see what you guys have to say. Let's start. Let's start there. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, thanks, Michael. This is Rob up in Fairbanks. Well, good morning, Rob. How are you, my friend? Long time no hear. Yeah, long time no see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's going hey, on? Um, I, can I can can I change the subject for a moment? It's open line, my friend. Any topic is fair game. Okay, so my question is, my Kugiv, the borough, the Fairbanks North Snow borough, um, authority to write citations. What kind of citations are you talking about? Uh, you know, having your vehicles parked on the side of the road in front of your house. Um, that, uh, I don't know as they have the authority to do that. They had authority for code enforcement and that was for, you know, code for, enforcement. yeah, code enforcement, code for enforcement. Code. but I don't know if they can tell you, I mean, they don't have road powers. 
Um, they have limited road powers through the road service area, but the borough itself does not have road power. So I don't know if they could tell you if you parked your vehicle on the street in front of your property. I don't know is how they could write you a citation for that specifically, unless it was in violation of some. Uh, but mostly borough code is about, uh, you know, building or uh, wood burning or something like that. Okay. Well, that was my question. And if anybody else has had a problem, I'd like to see them step up and, and, uh, I mean, they haven't been very nice to me. And I, you know, and this young kid that's probably very well educated of 24, um, that wrote me a pretty substantial ticket. Uh, what was the, and, I mean, um, what, I, can, just, I mean uh, Rob, do you have the ticket? I mean, can you tell me what the ticket says? I mean, what was, what did he write you the ticket for, for having your vehicle well, on the street or what, what's the, what's the, what, what is he citing on that? Um, it was parked, uh, supposedly in the roadway. Um, I live on a dead end street with five other houses and, uh, me and my other friend, we kind of take care of the road of well, whatever we can. And then, you know, and then and it's just like, uh, you know, here comes a burrow five or six days later with their loader and then whatever and trying to clean it up, which we've already done. And then uh, it's a code violation of it supposedly parked in the road right away. Hmm. And I just like. I, I don't have it sitting here in front of me at this present time, Mike. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Um, I was just curious. Uh, I mean, maybe it has to do with the uh, – I don't know. I think I'd be asking questions about that citation, quite honestly, um, because they have to cite the – Well, it's for three – it's it's for $320. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, you know – We got not a very good connection here, Mike. I'm sorry, Rob. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, you know, and I, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna contest it, and it's got to go through the regular court system. Well, I definitely would at that point just to see. I don't know. They have to cite the code or the. Alaska statute that they're relying on on the ticket. So I think I would I think I would be asking questions as to what authority do they have to do that. Well, they have a they they have some kind of borough code. I think I uh, I think I'd I look just, it up. I think I'd look that I think I'd look that code up on the I, borough's website under their code section to see what it's about. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to let you know. I mean, I'm pretty much a homebody and. And everything that I have here runs, and it runs fine. And they just don't like it parked there. And I'm going, <laughs> there's only two people on my road that even works. And the rest of them, they don't care because it kind of slows the people down who live here. Right. So, right. yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Well, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate your call, my friend. It's good to hear from you. appreciate you calling in. Uh, I got two more lines on hold, but we are up against the break. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue the Michael Duke show, common sense, liberty based, free thinking radio. 
Don't go anywhere, callers. I'll get your names here in just a second, and we'll take your calls on the other side. It's Monday. I hope you're ready for a great week. Only 20 more sleeps till Christmas, in case you were wondering. Back with more of the Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. Ha, <laughs> nice beard. The Michael Duke Show. Okay. Um, let me go back here. Uh, Jeannie says it's a violation of. I don't think Rob lives in the city. He lives out in the borough, so it's. I don't. He doesn't live in this. I. I don't believe, if I recall correctly, where Rob lives or the area which he lives is outside of the city, and this was a borough officer that was doing it. So I don't think it. I definitely would be. Um, um, I definitely would be uh, 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 appealing that for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's go over to the calls here real quick and see if we can get the names of these callers and we'll figure out where they're calling from and uh, and who they are. And then we'll take their calls as soon as we get back from the commercial break. Good morning. Uh, who's this? Where are you calling from? Good morning, Michael. It's Tom from Kasilov. Hello, Tom. Uh, you hold the line, my friend. You, Kasilov. Uh, i got to learn how to spell. We're going to be right back to you. You're going to be number one. Uh, with a bullet. Let's go over here. Number two. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Russell from Fairbanks. Hello, Russell. You hold the line, my friend. You will be number two in the queue. I'm going to make everything rhyme today. Okay. So you hold a thing. Uh, and that's it. We got one and two. If we had three, it'd be three in the tree, but there you go. Um, I'm going back up here. Uh, I have a big bag of blueberries I picked up in my freezer last summer off my bra. I want blueberries. Oh, man. Uh, I had cream of wheat for breakfast. Add some blueberries and a pat of butter. Yum. That also sounds delicious. Um, Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, Cream of wheat with toasted bread smothered in butter and bacon on the side. Okay. I mean, um, I don't have toast when I have cream of wheat because I feel like I got all my bread in the bowl. You know what I mean? I just, I feel guilty. I'm trying to eat less bread and carbs. I'm eating a lot more proteins and that kind of stuff. I've actually been doing really well. I'm slimming down a little bit. I'm getting that healthy. I mean, my breakfast these mornings consists of mostly meat with a little bit of cheese and sometimes some fruit. And that's my breakfast for the morning. It's delicious. Um, uh, maybe there's a violation of the thing and the thing I was always, I have some free freezer, uh, appeal the ticket. The judge will say you violated the law. Simple as that. Pay the fine. No, you know, I think I find that if you appeal tickets, a lot of times some common cooler sense prevails. But I, again, I don't know what the ticket said. I don't know what violation it was calling for. 
I don't know if it was a violation of state statute or borough code or what, but uh, um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, um, you're sure it's the borough and not the road service or state of Alaska DOT? Road service had an obligation to ask you to move because it. Makes their plowing inefficient. The DOT, you're probably parked in their right-of-way and technically own that. Same if you're in the city, but the borough doesn't have road power, so you shouldn't be hearing from them uh, on that subject unless one of those neighbors you say are okay with your parking doesn't like it. I, I, you know, it could be it. If it's a cul-de-sac, um, I, I don't know. It, again, it's all speculation because I don't know what the ticket says and I don't know what statute they're citing because they're supposed to cite that on the statute or on the citation, right? Either the statute or the code that you're violating. That's part of the part of the thing that goes on your ticket. Here's what they're violating. But, you know, I don't know. Patrick on YouTube says if it's uh, if it's like a cul-de-sac, it would be about fire trucks or emergency services not being able to turn around in it. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. It see, it could be probably. It might have something to do with that because that seems like an awful big ticket. <laughs> I mean that that seems like a that seems like an awfully big ticket. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, here we go. We're twenty seconds out. Uh, we're ready to jump back in. The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty based, free thinking radio. Like, share, follow, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the stuff. Let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. We got calls to make and people to talk to. Happy Monday, my friends. Here we go. Public enema number one. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, enemy. Public enemy number one, which uh, makes more sense. On the other hand, he's a little bit of a pain in the uh, Michael Duke show. I'm a perfect angel. I have no idea what you're talking about. Just ask my mom. Let's go over here uh, to the phones. We're going to continue here. Uh, Tom is down in Kasilov. Tom, what's on your mind this morning on this bright and beautiful Monday? Good morning, Michael. Well, my 10-month-old border collie sitting here chewing a bone on my lap. That's what's going on. Oh, see, that's anyway, beautiful. So, that's beautiful. Um, she's, she's, a, she's wonderful. So on Friday, Firearm Friday, we were slamming California for recall. And right. then at the end of the show, Willie Waffle was on. And you guys started talking about Guy Furia. Right. Well, he's from Sonoma County, the, the area that I was from. And he had a restaurant there called Johnny Garlic's, which was phenomenal. And probably the one thing I missed when I left there, um, they had a meal there called Cajun Chicken Fettuccine Alfredo. Which I go in, I try something else. In fact, I was in there one time. I tried some bacon-wrapped um, shrimp they had, which was awesome. The waitress came over and asked how it was. And I said, honestly, it's wonderful, but I miss the Cajun chicken fettuccine Alfredo. And she goes, well, let me go get that for you instead. I was halfway done with the other meal. And they brought the Cajun chicken to me. Anyways, um, the wonderful thing about it is, I'm just giving you a, a, a highlight of how, well, the one good thing about California is Guy Fieri put that recipe on YouTube, shows you exactly how to do it. He didn't hold back. And 
I have it, and I can cook it here now, and I just had it last night for dinner. And, and you're not sharing it with us? What the heck is wrong with you, my friend? Well, I, I am. It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's act, it, it was actually his... It, it was actually his signature meal that won him um, his spot on Food Channel, and he used it for his whatever culinary graduate or something. But uh, it is abs- absolutely to die for. So yeah, no, um, I'm I'm I down take with a it. Picture the recipe and put it on the. Yeah, I, I highly recommend everybody out there. It is I just I just sit there and put my face in it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> just like, it's, I just wallow. Put it on I, so I just wallow it. around in it like a. I'll just put my face in it and smash. It sounds delicious. Yeah, snap me a pic or send me a link to the YouTube video. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll take a look at it. That sounds yeah. delicious. I'll, I you know. I'll, it was. I made. I made a little garlic toast with it, and no, it was just. It was phenomenal. There's something about good the, food. The recipe right? makes enough for like four heaping meals. <laughs> Are you telling me that there was no leftovers, Tom? Is that it, what you're uh, telling me? So I'm sorry. I have got a really bad echo, Mike. But um, anyway, so I'll, I'll I'll post it there on on the on the on Facebook channel for you. Yeah, highly recommend it. The only thing good that came out of California, except for me. <laughs> All right, Tom. Well, I appreciate it. I look forward to I look forward to seeing that. There's nothing like good food, uh, you know, to uh, to make you yep. to make you smile for sure. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate your call. Uh, let's go over here and we'll see what uh, you have to say here. Uh, it's Russell up in Fairbanks. Russell, what's on your mind this morning? Well, I just wanted to cast my vote for Malto Meal. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was uh, born in California 75 years ago, so yeah, there's another thing that was good that came out of California, but like I say, that was almost 75 years ago. But I, I grew up on cream of wheat and cream of wheat and oatmeal, and in my opinion, there's nothing better than malt meal. I gotta say, yeah, I mean, I have, I have, again, I've, I've eaten a lot of cream of wheat, <clears throat> and I've had grits, and I've had, of course, oatmeal, regular oatmeal, steel cut oatmeal, which is very good as well, rolled oats. I've had all those, but I've never had malta yeah. meal, and everybody's talking about it this morning. And apparently, there's different flavors. There's chocolate malta meal and some other ones as well. So, yeah, I guess I, I guess I've been missing out this whole time. I'm gonna have to go check it out and uh, get me a box of it. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, we we can buy it, you know, readily here in Fairbanks. So, but I'm curious about that syrup you were talking about. Yeah, this is Brian was talking about it. Yeah, was... yeah, Brian said he spent ten years living in the Deep South, um, and he said it was a grits with a golden eagle table syrup. And I was like, huh, what's that? So I went and Googled it. Apparently it's been around since the early thirties and it is a mild, they, the, 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 they said that it was a mild syrup that the guy invented because some of the other syrups apparently, uh, tore up his stomach or whatever. And they said they, since they couldn't get access to maple syrup and it's a, it's a syrup made from cane sugar, uh, corn syrup, molasses, and honey. So those are the those are the four ingredients to it, and uh, it 
I mean, I'm I would try it. I would try it out just to see what it's like. It's a Golden Eagle table, and you can me too. Yeah, so you can uh, 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 see Eagle uh, table um, table syrup. Uh, I, I found it and you can get it right off of, uh, YouTube or, Am- or excuse me, not YouTube, but Amazon. You can buy it right off of Amazon. It's the original mm-hmm. syrup, tw- 20, 27 bucks for two 15 ounce jars. So go, go check it out. Originally made in 1928 by Victor and Lucy Patterson of Fayetteville, Alabama. He wanted a mild table syrup. Uh, after most of the available syrups at the time irritated his stomach. Due to the lack of maple, he created Golden Eagle from a combination of cane sugar, corn syrup, molasses, and honey, which sounds delicious. I mean, it's all sweet. Sounds like diabetes in a cup, but I will, yeah. I'll try a little bit of it just because. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, I try not to use too much sweetener on my Malto meal, but. Well, you know, that's why I always go, when I do cream of wheat, it's it's always some heavy cream and about a tablespoon, sometimes a heaping tablespoon, depending on how big my bowl is, of brown, dark brown sugar. And that usually does it right there. That's usually mm-hmm. just enough sweet to make it. Um, but that is, uh, yeah, that's, again, that's a, that's one of those heartfelt meals where you, where you, where you, uh, Especially on a cold day when it's wintry and blustery and you're sitting under the blanket and you're watching the fire or, you know, whatever, and you're just eating. It's just so comforting. It's definitely a comfort food thing. And now I guess I'll add Malta meal to my list to, yeah. to check it out. So, well, Russell, thank you for the heads up and your and your experience on that. Okay. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate you being part of it today with us. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Uh, that leaves all four. Lo- I guess we're talking about breakfasts. What breakfast? What is your you know and and simple breakfast? I guess um, the the my wife has been doing over the last few years. She's done it on and off. Is the um, what do they call that? It's the steel cut oatmeal, but it's in the they do it in the jars. It's not quick oats, but it's anyway. It's that's delicious as well. Steel cut, kind of the real kind of crunchy textury. It's not the you know it's not the fine. Uh, cream of wheat or grits feeling. It's like big, chunky, steel-cut oats. They're, those are delicious as well. But I think our favorite thing, which is my, my wife and I have been doing here for about a year, um, is every weekend, at least one day on the weekend, we have uh, – she makes up a full – Full plate of thick bacon, sometimes thin bacon, depending on, you know, what we're feeling like. But a big plate of bacon, <clears throat> and then I mash up um, a couple of big Haas avocados with some sea salt and some black pepper, sometimes some everything bagel seasoning to put in it. And then you mash that up and you put it on buttered 7-grain or 12-grain wheat toast. And you uh, and you have avocado on toast with bacon, and that is, mm, that is that is breakfast of champion time right there. That's what that is. That is breakfast of champions, is the avocado on toast with a little bacon. It doesn't get much better than that. That is a perf almost a perfect breakfast, uh, right there. I mean, I could have some eggs too. But I mean, I'm getting a lot of protein and a lot of good fats out of the avocado. And then I get that saltiness of the bacon. 
Uh, the only thing better would then be, again, a little egg or something on the side, a little scramble or a little poached egg. Absolutely delicious. That would be that would be great. So <clears throat> um, this show today has gone off the rails. That's all I could say. And I'm and I'm okay with that. I am absolutely okay with that. Overnight, that's what it's called. Overnight oats. Thank you, Melissa. It will uh Overnight oats. That's what my wife used to make. Delicious. All right, we got to go. The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Back with more. Right after the... What? It won't ship to Alaska? Apparently, somebody said that they won't ship the golden syrup to Alaska. We'll find a way. We'll make it happen. Back with more right after this. Broadcasting live through a series of tubes. Allowing all of these entities to provide streaming stuff going on on the the, the internet. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. Sorry. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. Now you got me curious. Uh, Golden Eagle table syrup. This is the third time I've Googled it now. Let me see if they'll ship it to me. Let me see if they will ship it to me. Free delivery. Delivered on December the 28th. Okay. I've got... What the hell? Um, I don't want that. Okay. Um... First delivery. No, I just want, uh, just, no, I just want, I don't want it to be automatic. I don't want, oh, they're shipping it straight from their store. The James Family FBA. That's cool. I mean, that is cool. The James Family. Um, It says I can get it delivered. It says I can get it delivered right now to my thing so i'm all i'm all about that golden eagle syrup the pride of alabama it says right on the front since 1928 goldeneaglesyrup.com brian has started a trend here (laughs) brian has started a trend it's absolutely delicious um Still still tastes great, but the price is beyond unreasonable, somebody says in the comments. Still less than $3 each at stores in the South. $27 for two jars is insane. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, find somebody who lives in Alabama and have them pack you up a case of it at $3 a piece and send, send it over to you. I mean, it's easy to do. That's all you got to do. Just make it happen. <clears throat> I mean, you know, have you... Priced out maple syrup lately. So, yeah, made from a blend of corn syrup, uh, cane sugar, cane molasses, and pure honey. I'm, I'm, I'm down to try it. Down to try anything once. <clears throat> but you can get it right from the, you can get it right there from Amazon. I do love, I do love living, I do love living it up, uh, living in here. Um, 
All right. Uh, cream of barley, says Deshana. By Alaska Flour is awesome and grown and made locally. Alaska Flour does some cool stuff. I mean, they do some cool stuff. Um, are we doing Miscellaneous Monday, says Tyler. What's your favorite video game? Uh, what video game do you enjoy? What's your favorite lounge drink? I enjoy a dirty martini, like a dirty, filthy martini. That's kind of my, if I'm going to go to a, a cocktail bar and have a cocktail, it's going to be a dirty martini with three olives. Um, video game, um, well, I'm playing Star Citizen right now, which is my libertarian space cowboy fantasy. It's amazing. And uh, it's just getting better by the day. It's still in alpha. I mean, it's still in alpha, uh, but they are, it's beautiful. It's pretty. It's pretty. I mean, it's got some great, um, <clears throat> can I show you a picture of it? Uh, I can't. Maybe I can. Maybe I can. I mean, people on the podcast and on the stream probably don't care. Let me see if I can <clears throat> pull you up here a picture real quick and I'll show you. Uh, just the graphics and the height. It's just, it's so much fun, Tyler. You would really enjoy it. I mean, if you're a sci-fi guy, if you're a fantasy, space fantasy, sci-fi guy, you know, ships and space stations and everything else, you would, uh, I think, enjoy this. Um, I'm, I've, I've roped a couple of my friends into playing it with me. It is pretty darn amazing. Um, I was just going to pull this picture that I actually posted a picture up on Friday night on my Discord. And I was just looking for it here. Where is it? I was going to show it to you guys. Um, right there. Is that what it is? Um, oh, everything's running slow. As soon as I started my Discord, it started running super slow. Um, okay, it was not that. It was uh, Flight Night. There we go. Um <laughs> All right. Yeah. See, this is this is the stuff right here. Let me uh right there. Can I download it? Uh I can't. I can save it. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Didn't mean to get uh didn't mean to get all squeegee. Um I'll post it up here. Can I put here? I'll put it here. I'll put the, I'll, I'll post the picture up here, Tyler. So look at your screen here while we get ready to jump back in for a commercial break. And you could do it. I'll post it up here uh, right this second. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the stuff. Um, we're going to continue with, it is miscellaneous. We're going to call this miscellaneous Monday for sure. That's what it is right there. Here we go. The Michael Duke show, not your daddy. Wait, sorry. Not your daddy. Ooh, not your daddy's talk radio. <laughs> Whew. I was scared for a second. Thought we were going down. Here's Michael Dukes and the show. Okay. All right.
right. Uh, welcome back to the program. It is money. Somebody asked, is it miscellaneous Monday? And I said, yes, apparently it is miscellaneous Monday. We'll talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Um, and so Tyler asked, uh, what video games do you enjoy? What's your favorite lounge drink? And so I was just sharing a picture of my favorite, uh, game that I've been playing a lot lately. Uh, this is a shot of me and some other guys from Alaska that were playing, uh, the other night, um, in a game called star citizen, which is <clears throat> amazing. It's just amazing. Like I said, living out my libertarian space cowboy dreams. All right. Uh, well, anyway, let's get back to let's get back to business. What else you guys got going on uh, tomorrow on the program? Uh, Brad Keithley, Chris Story will be joining us for a discussion on um, uh, the top three, the weekly top three. We will talk a little bit about politics and then later in the week, we're going to try and break it down again to some lifestyle stuff. And uh, some good news. And uh, let's see, was Shower going to come on? I think Shower's coming on this week. We will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we got it over there. But uh, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, so make sure you stick around for this week. We're gonna have a, uh, we're gonna have a, a, a good time because again, we're rolling it all up into the. Uh, uh, rolling it all up into the holidays as it comes through. So, phone number to call this morning <clears throat> if you want to. Uh, I guess we ended up talking about favorite breakfasts. Um, phone number to call 907 3150. I got the endorsement. Um, I got the endorsement apparently on Multimeal. Russell and uh, everybody else is saying Multimeal uh, uh, apparently is. The bomb diggity. I don't know how I, uh, I don't know how I got a, how I missed that in all my, in all my, my life here. I have no idea. Uh, Walmart has golden eagle syrup, says Chris. Okay. Cause we were just talking about, <laughs> we were just talking about golden eagle syrup and I, I, I got them at the, I found the Amazon link. We were talking about it, but now Chris says, nope, Walmart has it in their stores. So apparently you could just go to Walmart and get some, and there you go. There you go. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm looking, I'm just looking through here. Uh, if there's anything else that we can go through here. All right. Um, <laughs> Oh, there's a bunch of folks in here who have been playing. We've been talking about games and everything else. What are you buying your kids for Christmas? Are you buying uh, your kids um, video games? Because I know that some people are like, no, I'm not. Just my kids. See, I bought my kids video games for Christmas. We did other things. I mean, we, you know, we bought them other things that were practical and everything else. But since I was a gamer myself, I figured, you know, I can't. I can't. I can't deny them the joy of some of those things. And so I've always bought my kids some video games for Christmas because that's just part and parcel of the fun, right? We have a good time together. Um, and so I've been, uh, we, in fact, <clears throat> at one point when all my kids were in the low teen years, uh, meaning, you know, they were all in their uh, early teens, uh, 12, 13, 14. Um, 
at one point we were all we would play all play together as a family on um, <clears throat> World of Warcraft, which is a you know just a sword and fantasy kind of uh, open world thing, and it was a great Saturday or Sunday you know endeavor to spend time together to enjoy each other. Sometimes we'd all be in the same room with, you know, sitting around the couches with our laptops and playing, or sometimes we'd, you know, have the voice chat on and they'd be in their rooms and we'd be down on the, th or where, you know, but we were all hanging out and we were all going out and doing dungeons and slaying monsters and, and, uh, picking up, you know, I don't know, whatever the quest was, pick up posies or pansies or minerals or whatever. It was always a lot of fun. That was a, uh. That was a lot of uh, that was a lot of things. So, I mean, what about you? Do you guys do you guys buy um, y your kids' video games, or are you adamantly against it? I mean, I for one am like everything, um, everything in moderation. I do everything in moderation. That's all I could say right now. I mean, you know, you don't want to go too crazy on anything, um, but I I think that that's a I think that's a lot of fun. I think that would be uh, um, fun. Um, uh, let's, uh, I have a discord. Uh, yes, I do have a discord. Oh, Tyler wants my discord link. Um, excuse me. I got a little frog in my throat today. A uh, little, little coughing jag there. <clears throat> um, all right. What else we got here? Uh, last time cream of wheat, crusties. Um, <laughs> no video game says Terry, the grandkids get too much scream time as it is. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't want everybody, you know, I'm not saying everybody should buy all the kids, all the video games, but you know, we buy, I would buy one. I'd buy each kid one video game that they could play. And especially if it was something that we could play to, again, playing together, um, was super enjoyable. I could definitely justify that, uh, for the time to hang out together. And now it's one of the reasons why we've been playing um, um, Dungeons and Dragons, um, which which is pen and paper, right? Well, I mean, in this days, it's it's tablets and computers, but it's essentially a pen and paper game. And we've been doing that, and we we even did that long distance with my daughter, who's in Florida. You know, we put her on the put her on the on the speaker or on the on the on the voice chat and then we'd all sit around the kitchen table i have a tv that lays flat there we put the maps out on it with our little characters and we would just have a heck of a time doing that um so yeah so i'm not a i'm not opposed to uh, a variety of gaming you're right you don't want to be get doing nothing but locking them in their room and making them play video games all day but at the same time uh, you got to give them a little freedom to do some of that stuff and enjoy it as well. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to decide what video game to buy my son this year. Uh, both of my sons. I'm trying to decide what the what the game of the year should be for them to be able to play with me on this. It should be should be fun stuff. But that's my problem. Only 20 days left till Christmas, so I've got a few days to decide on that, and then you can see what uh, what you can what you can figure out. Mist, yeah, Mist was another one. Mist and Rate and Riven, those were the puzzle games. That was back in the day. Remember, that was back in the day when those puzzle games and Mist was so crazy. There's actually a documentary. <clears throat> if you haven't watched the documentary about Mist, uh, 
um, that tells kind of the whole story behind it. That was such a crazy, crazy game. Uh, and for those of you who are looking at your radio like, I have no idea what you're talking about, it's okay. I understand. It was a puzzle game that was photorealistic, which in its own, in its day was just, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and now, of course, things have changed. Um, but uh, crazy, crazy stuff for sure. So it's, uh, uh, anyway, I'm ready to do it. All right, we're down to the last few minutes for today's show. Tomorrow again, Brad Keithley, Chris Story, Mike Shower on Wednesday. Uh, John Lott, I'm going to confirm that today, but we will we'll, we'll nail it down. We should have John Lott on the show on Friday for Firearms Friday to talk about some of his latest piece, including we discussed it briefly last Friday, um, his latest piece about how the numbers that are coming out of the Uniform Crime Report, which is the DOJ, FBI, um, you know, reporting on crime, how those numbers are being, uh, I guess I shouldn't say they're being fudged. Those numbers can be misleading. And um, it uh, it should be a good discussion. If I can get Dr. Lott on for Friday, uh, that's how we have everything all lined up. And then the following week... <clears throat> I think we're going to try and lighten it up even more throughout that week. And we're just going to do, uh, um, I don't know, maybe one day we'll do favorite music and then we'll do favorite movies. I know definitely on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of that week of Christmas, we're definitely not talking about anything political, period. That's it. I put my foot down. We're not going to talk about any of that. It's going to be just, it's going to be perfect. Now everybody's going on about uh, Nintendo Wii Gaming. Wii Gaming was actually pretty good because you actually had to get up and do things. I mean, I remember when we were doing, I would get with the kids and we would play, uh, not tennis, we would do Mario Kart, but we would also do tennis and we would do something else where you had to have the controllers and you had to battle it out. And of course, now these days, the big thing is the virtual reality where you put the goggles on. And now you can have like a lightsaber and you can slice things and fruit and, you know, they're throwing stuff at you and you can explore. And yeah, technology is amazing. Technology is very amazing. And I'm excited to see where things are going to go in the future. Um, but I mean, I just can't see. Um, I, I mean, I, again, Giving it to the kids, but also engaging with them in it, I think, is the important part. The important part is you don't give them a video game and then you wander off and just let them entertain yourselves. I want to go play it with them. <clears throat> I want to I want to go do it with them. <clears throat> and I think that's the important part. So, well, it's going to be good. Uh, it's Monday. We're running out of time for today. We're ready to hit the road. So stay warm out there. Still a little cool, but uh, we'll have a white Christmas, and we'll be back tomorrow, bright and early, 6 a.m. We'll, we'll have our serious hour, and then we'll, and then we'll not. We'll, then we'll run amok with Chris Story in hour two. All right, my friends. Be kind, love one another, live well. 
The Michael Duke Show, common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Don't forget, if you heard our auction on Friday, the showcase, we did a lot of great stuff at alaskaradioauction.com. If you'd like to save big on gift certificates and stocking stuffers for businesses around the state, just go to alaskaradioauction.com and you can find lots of great stuff to uh, stuff in your stocking. Save big money. AlaskaRadioAuction.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Tyler says, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, check out a game called Dark and Darker. Okay, well, take a look at that. I'm looking at Baldur's Gate 3 right now. My wife wants to play, I think, and so we're probably going to just do... We might do Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Bill says, Libertarian Space Cowboy Fantasy, that just sounds wrong. Well, you know, it's like being in Firefly. That's what I want. I wanted to... I wanted to and you could do anything. I mean, this thing is... Just look at how pretty that is. That's an in-game screenshot. We're actually all flying down to the surface of this planet right now. That is... That is... It, it, it just doesn't get any prettier than that. A lot of fun. Uh, anyway, that's Star Citizen. <laughs> Let me know if you want to play. I'll give you a referral code. You'll get some extra cash. In-game in cash if you want to play. Um... Tyler says, do I have a Discord? I do have a Discord that I set up and I've never used because most of the folks on this show are not of the age to understand what Discord's all about. But Tyler, I'll see if I can sneak you an invite. Um, Bradley says he's been playing. I've been wanting to play Star Citizen. It will run on an older machine, Bradley. I mean, I have a newer machine, but it will it ran on my old machine as well. Just the important part is to make sure that you have a fast hard drive. You got to have a solid state drive and a semi decent video card. So, but it is, it is amazing. It is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Come join us. Like I said, hit me with a message and I'll give you my referral code. You get an extra, I don't know, I think it's 5,000 credits or something in game. Um, what else? Is there anything else? Um, my kid had his first had first gen Nintendo, and then gravitated gravi gravitated towards role playing games. Yeah, role playing games are a lot of fun. Um, okay, I guess that's it. I guess we're out of time for today, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. We've shed our terrestrial radio skin, and now we are slimy lizard internet people. It's the Michael Duke Show.